This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop for all things trending in the world of professional wrestling. We scour all the social media websites and the various wrestling websites to bring you a comprehensive podcast of letting you know everything that's going around in the world of pro wrestling to save you some time and get you back to your day. Let's go ahead and let's start off the news right now. Ryan Clark is writing in today at E Wrestling News. Backstage news on the rumors that Thunder Rosa is frustrated in AEW. As reported earlier this week on E-Wrestling News, AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa was noticeably absent from Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite. Earlier reports stated that she was not feeling well and she was sent home per the AEW doctors. Now, a report from What Culture indicated that Rosa was upset about not having a segment on the show. Additionally, What Culture report claimed that Rosa was said to be upset that she was unable to plug her fundraiser for the Texas shooting victims during the post-AEW Double or Nothing media scrum, which she also did not participate in. Report was 
suggested that she has been unhappy with how she has been featured in AEW television since winning the championship. Now, including how her match went with Serena D. It was not even covered on Dynamite. Rosa reportedly felt that AEW made it seem like the match didn't really happen at all. Now, while the report said that she was upset and confused, it never got to the point that said she wanted to walk out. It should be noted that the Wrestling Observer Newsletter said that this is not the case, and there was a segment planned for Thunder Rosa on the show, but was simply scrapped because Rosa was sick and sent home. Rosa also had several friends who were backstage with her at Dynamite who were also ill, and they were also sent home as well. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Thunder Rosa and all the news surrounding her, Ryan Clark has all the information trending right now on E-Wrestling News. Also trending at this hour, Ryan Clark is writing in, AEW Rampage turns to its normal time slot tonight, New Japan on Access TV, ratings, and more. Now, as a reminder, tonight's episode of AEW Rampage will return to its normal time slot, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the TNT Network. Thursday night's episode of New Japan on Access brought in 43,000 viewers with a .01 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49. Those numbers are down from the previous week's 64,000 viewers and the .02 rating. Now, as previously reported on eWrestling News, this week's episode of Impact Wrestling on Access TV drew 116,000 viewers. This is down from last week's show, which drew 125,000 viewers. Impact Wrestling did a .03 in the key demos of 18 to 49, the same as it did last week at that same slot. WWE beholding another Saturday night's main event tomorrow night in Champaign, Illinois. Advertised matches for the show include SmackDown Women's Champion Ronda Rousey versus Natalia, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins in a street fight, Raw Women's Championship Bianca Belair versus Asuka versus Becky Lynch, and a Miz TV, which is going to be featuring Theory. Additionally, Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, The Usos, Sami Zayn, Sonya Deville, Alexa Bliss, and The New Day were also scheduled to be appearing. Now, in addition to that, if you'd like to find out more news, continue to follow Ryan Clark on E-Wrestling News as he will be giving you the latest on everything that's happening. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour from E-Wrestling News The WWE has no plans of changing or ending the brand extension. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, there are currently no plans for WWE to end the brand split, despite a serious lack of depth on the roster these days. Of course, that is due to many releases over the past year or so, which has resulted in rematch after rematch taking place now. Now, WWE recently unified both WWE and Universal titles, which means Roman Reigns and the Usos now can appear on both Raw and SmackDown. Additionally, we've seen a lot of crossover between the brands in recent weeks, as Kevin Owens has been appearing on SmackDown and Shinsuke Nakamura has now been featured on WWE Raw. With that being said, WWE SmackDown talent will continue to appear on the Raw brand and vice versa, as this time, the company is not expected that they will announce anything as far as any explanations as to why any of this is continuing to happen. If you'd like to find out more about the brand split, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Jeff Jarrett, once again, is in the news today. He's officially back with WWE, and let's talk a little money in the bank. Jeff Jarrett is now officially back with WWE starting this week. He's working in his new role as Senior Vice President of Live Events. The WWE Hall of Famer was working in Stanford, Connecticut, starting on Tuesday. Tickets for the WWE 2022 Money in the Bank pay-per-view event that will be on July the 2nd are now on sale through AXS.com. Now, as previously reported with eWrestling News, the event was moved from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, to the MGM Grand due to really low ticket sales. This show will be going head-to-head with the UFC pay-per-view that night. Very many interesting details are coming out here. Now, also some sad news. Cindy Lauper, WWE legend and icon, took to Twitter announcing the passing of her mother. For those who aren't aware, she starred in a number of Cindy Lauper's music videos. We'd like to send our condolences to the family and friends of Cindy Lauper. If you'd like to find out more information about Jeff Jarrett and the ticket sales that are going on right now for Money in the Bank in July, they have the answers in all the articles coming on E-Wrestling News right now. Let's go ahead and let's talk another situation 
that has captivated many wrestling fans over the last several weeks. The Complete Sacrifice 2022 pay-per-view will be airing on AXS TV on June the 16th. The event will take place uh, in Paris Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. As we've been reporting, Scott Demore is matching all donations for Don West's GoFundMe campaign. West is currently battling brain cancer, and as of this writing, the campaign is now approaching the $50,000 mark, which means Demore will be matching at least $13,000 in donations. It was announced on last night's episode of Impact Wrestling that former AEW star Jack Evans will be returning to Impact on Slammiversary. If you'd like to find out more information about that and the Slammiversary event itself, please, by all means, go ahead and check out Ryan Clark's article that is trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Cody Rhodes is making headlines today. Andrew Ravens is writing in. Cody Rhodes hypes the WWE SmackDown that will be coming to his hometown in Atlanta, but vows that this time he's not going to be set on fire. WWE is returning to Atlanta GA for a live event of SmackDown, and Cody Rhodes is going to be there. Now, last time that he was in that city was for All Elite Wrestling, where he worked a street fight with Andrade El Idolo on Dynamite. Now, during the bout, he put through a flaming table. Now, Rhodes took to Twitter to tell fans, don't expect the same thing this time. He said, and I quote, I'll be there. It's Atlanta. It's home. Brandy is not setting me on fire this time, though. I'll be coming up with something new. For more information on everything that's Cody Rhodes, continue to follow E-Wrestling News as you will get all of the latest details. Joe Gacy is also making headlines today. E-Wrestling News is reporting that during a recent interview with PW Insider, WWE NXT 2.0 so star Joe Gacy comment on the evolution of his character. His match with Braun Breaker at tomorrow night's In Your House pay-per-view being the biggest moment of his career and so much more. Now, on the match that's going to be happening at In Your House, he would go on to say, yeah, I would absolutely say this is the biggest moment of my career. I would go and also say this is the most excited I've been, and it's an understatement. The main event of In Your House on Peacock is definitely the biggest moment of my career, and it's something I can't really put into words right now how excited I really am. Now, on the evolution of his character since he started in NXT, Gacy would go on to say, and I quote, coming to the performance center is the finishing school essentially for me, you know? I did this for a few years before officially coming to this company, and then when I started in the performance center, I really saw what was here. I had to have a new mindset. Didn't really understand everything that was expected of me completely in the beginning, but coming here and working with all the coaches and the producers has definitely been the most invaluable experience I've ever had. You know, they completely tell you everything you need to know. Basically, they fine-tune you from everything that needs to be worked on. If you'd like to find out more comments that Joe Gacy has to say about his experience in NXT and his time in developmental, please cruise over to E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark has more of that in-depth interview for you to read. Let's go ahead and let's talk about MJF, the most controversial man right now in the world of professional wrestling. Well, he says he is a statistics man and he wants Tony Khan to be aware of it. Now, Andrew Ravens is writing in this hour minute-by-minute viewership for MJF's pipe bomb promo on Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite. MJF took his work shoot promo on Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite where he demanded that Tony Khan fire him. During the promo MJF said this week's segments were the second highest ratings that AEW has ever drawn. Now, WrestleNomics has revealed the minute-by-minute numbers for the show, including MJF's promo, falling between the second and third quarter of the hours. Now, the promo happened six minutes into quarter two window, which spilled over into quarter three. The six highest rated minutes of the key demo of 18 to 49 occurred during MJF's promo, and the peak rating for the demo occurred in the middle of it. That minute, along with the watched by 667,000 fans, which comes out to a .51 in the 18 to 49 demo. It also had the highest total viewership for the show, which clocked in at 1.1 million viewers as a whole. Now, after the promo was over, the show went to commercial, and the show dropped to 731,000 viewers, with 376,000 viewers leaving the key demo of 18 to 49. If you'd like to find out more about the statistics that MJF touts, go ahead and check out Andrew Raven's article, 
which once again is trending right now on e-wrestling news. Ryan Clark is also writing in at this hour, Jake Roberts confirms his involvement in an upcoming Vice TV project. As we've been reporting on e-wrestling news and Ryan Clark has, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been working with Vice TV and Dark Side of the Ring crew on a new series. During the latest edition of the DDP Snake Pit podcast, WWE Hall of Famer and current AEW star Jake the Snake Roberts revealed that he's also working with Vice TV on a new project he said. In a quote, Roberts would say, we did one about Mid-South. Well, we did it. Me and him, Jim Ross, and Freebird Michael P.S. Hayes. Now, DDP added that the content that was filmed for Vice was pretty cool and it should be released sometime in the fall of 2022. If you'd like to find out more about Jake Roberts' involvement, you can go ahead and follow Vice, follow him on social media, and as always, follow E! Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little Damian Priest. Damian Priest on what he found out the first choice for Edge's Judgment Day faction. During a recent appearance on Unlocking the Cage with Johnny Smith podcast, WWE superstar Damian Priest revealed what he found out about being the first choice to join Edge's new Judgment Day faction in WWE and his friendship that has been with WWE. Now, on being considered for the first choice in the faction, he would say, and I quote, Edge, he called me out of the blue. I see his number on my phone and I was like a little kid again. I'm like, hey man, I have an idea. I kind of want to form this group. And naturally, you are my first choice. I was like, naturally? What do you think? I was speechless. I started stuttering. I didn't know how to answer it. I didn't know what the best answer would be for him, but I didn't even have any questions. You don't even need to ask me what I'm doing. I'm excited. That's all that happened. He called me to let me know what he was thinking and, well, would you be interested? Are you kidding me? Your edge. Do you even know who you are? Because I know who you are. If you'd like to read more about what Damian Priest had to say to Edge during their initial conversation about forming Judgment Day Faction in WWE, go ahead and follow the article that's trending right now on E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk about Ahmed Johnson. In recent weeks, Ahmed Johnson has been making his rounds around the podcast world. Now, Ryan Clark is writing in today that Ahmed Johnson believes he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. During a recent appearance on Iron On Wrestling Podcast, Ahmed Johnson commented on his run in WWE during the mid-90s where he won the Intercontinental Championship after feeding gold dust at the King of the Ring pay-per-view. Now, following that bout, Johnson was dealing with several injuries and had a lot of backstage heat on him, which changed the direction of his career. Despite this, Johnson believes he deserves to be a WWE Hall of Famer. He hasn't changed his stance on this. Now, as far as his spot in the Hall of Fame, Johnson would go on to say, and I quote, Yes, I think being the first African Intercontinental Champion is deserving of a spot in the Hall of Fame. Now, Johnson also talked about his biggest career regret. He would go on to say, and I quote, I wish I would have left in a different way. The only thing I say that I regret, I didn't tell Vince the real story because growing up the way I grew up, I didn't really tell people your problems. Most of our problems, we used to suck them up and we dealt with them. And it was like a little ball inside of us and it would just fester. I wish I would have told Vince the real deal about why. I was leaving. If you'd like to follow more information on Ahmed Johnson and his recent claims of deserving of a spot in the WWE Hall of Fame, follow Ryan Clark over at eWrestling News. He has all of the information trending. Kim Orton, the wife of Randy Orton, is saying when she thinks her husband will officially retire from WWE. Ryan Clark has the article today. WWE superstar Randy Orton recently celebrated 20 years in the WWE and has been saying in recent interviews that he feels like his best days in shape are right now. And during a recent appearance on Insight with Chris Van Vliet, podcast, Randy Orton's wife, Kim Orton, said her husband will wrestle for as long as he wants. Orton revealed in an interview just about a month ago he believes he has another 10 years left in him, saying, I got another decade in me. Kim's wife believes he can do this, and she told Van Vliet the following, and I quote, Randy will be good until he says he's not. You know that? I don't feel like doing any more RKOs. If you want to find out more about what's going on with Randy Orton, follow Ryan Clark's article, which is trending right now over on E! Wrestling News. Once again, if you're enjoying the podcast, 
please, by all means, let a friend know. We do this each and every day. Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the details of everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling. It's a not comprehensive podcast so you can get back to your day after listening to us. Let's go ahead and let's continue with the news. Chris Jericho reveals what the original name for the Jericho Appreciation Society was. Now, many people right now in the world of pro wrestling understand that the Jericho Appreciation Society is one of the biggest factions happening right now in pro wrestling. But was it always intended to be this way? Jericho has been known to change many different factions and be involved in many different things. But the Jericho Appreciation Society, well, it's really changed everything. Eric Mutter is writing in today from Wrestling Inc. Before they defeated Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, Ortiz, and Santana in a wild anarchy in the arena match at Double or Nothing, Chris Jericho told Cool Hand Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, and Daddy Magic Matt in Jericho Appreciation Society, they sat down with Talk is Jericho to discuss the origins of the group and if that was the original idea to be a society. Jericho would go on to say, I would never cut a promo like Eddie Kingston, Jericho said. He throws up so many red flags in my mind of what a promo is, but it's brilliant. He's so good at it. I could never do what he does. However, what Eddie does is something incredibly special. He would then go on to say, Sports Entertainer might have been locked down as Jericho's new nickname, but a new stable went to go ahead and change that a little bit. The original idea of the whole plan was to be the Citadel, Jericho said. I thought the Citadel was great, and I think that Tony was about to pop on it. I was like the Citadel, and then I thought, well, that kind of sucks. I think we need something better. And then he said, I have a better idea. Once the original name was rejected, Jericho was inspired by the group's eventual name by most unlikely sources. I was looking at the Art Appreciation Society, or something like that. Some weird email that I got. If you'd like to view this, then go ahead and send in a chat to our Art Appreciation Society in downtown Detroit. And then I said, wait a minute, the Jericho Appreciation Society? I was like, it's kind of cheesy, it's kind of pretentious, but it's kind of like the inner circle. It was around five guys, these personalities. So, well, everyone's sick of the inner circle, so how about we have an appreciation society? If you'd like to find out more about what Jericho has to say about the formation of the Jericho Appreciation Society, please go ahead and check out Wrestling Inc. at this hour. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about DDP. Diamond Dallas Page is stating today in an article written by Ryan Clark, during the latest edition of the DDP Snake Pit Podcast, WWE Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page commented on one time that AEW star Brian Danielson attacked a burglar who came into his home back in 2014. Now, what happened during the home invasion? He and his beautiful wife, Bree, got home from shopping, and then there's two burglars in the house, and they see him, probably recognize him right away. They drop all their stuff, and they take off running. Brian caught one of them, which means the other guy was eventually going to get caught too. He puts him in a submission hold until the police got there. If you'd like to find out more about what happened on that night, definitely check out Ryan Clark's article that is trending right now over on e-wrestling news. Guys, that's going to be all the headlines that are trending right now in the world of pro wrestling. Like I said, if you enjoy what we're doing, please tell a friend. Let them know that headlines is your one-stop shop for everything that is going on in the world of pro wrestling. Once again, that's going to do it for headlines today. I'm Mike Freeland. The world